Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Bruno. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Alejandro's sleeping, so no one, again, mm-hmm. no one cares, right? That's 100% accurate. Uh, anyway, uh, well, I have good news. But and that is that um, I was kind of worried because the the boy, my boy, by the way, and when mm-hmm. I'm talking about my boy, I'm talking about my baby, Alejandro. Yes. Yep. Um, just in case you were you were wondering, Dragon. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, he because uh, he's been going to sleep like later. Mm-hmm. His like sleep, his wake window has been like getting longer and longer, and he's been going to sleep at like eight, which is like oh fuck, we're gonna record at eight eight p.m. Which, by the way, for us that's late. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um and luckily though luckily this morning he woke up at 4 30 <laughs> which means that he takes his nap at 7 30 uh sorry at 8 30 uh-huh which means he wakes up from his nap at like 10 a.m and basically at 5 p.m today he was not happy with me <laughs> it was like bro he was trying to jump into my arms so we could fall asleep oh, and i was like okay so i gotta yeah i was like all right i gotta i gotta draw you a bath also if i put him to sleep at 5 p.m he's gonna wake up at like two in the morning and, and then you're gonna be awake yeah. yeah you were gonna be awake at two so, in the morning for like four I, hours I, yeah i had to i had to like try to put it off for a bit and like distract him with other stuff and then of course uh i you know give him the bath and then yeah thankfully i got him out at like six o'clock so yeah not so bad think- so now now he'll just wake <laughs> up at 4 30 again right yeah yeah it's not <laughs> oh, uh, jesus christ exciting does this yeah, the worst part is that y- you would think, oh, Berto, you should just take a nap. It's like, no, I can't. No. Not when he naps, because when he naps is my chance to, like, catch up with everything I have to do. Yeah. So, there's a, anyway. My, my understanding is that the whole, like, sleep when the baby sleeps is not a thing. I mean, <laughs> no. Honestly, uh, the times I sleep is when I'm laying on the couch watching something. And then I'll sleep for like five minutes and then I wake up to the baby like playing with my face. And you're like, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, it's like my my place is childproof enough yeah. that he's not going to kill himself with anything. And, um, you know, whatever. I barely pay attention to him most of the time anyway. So <laughs> he's pretty independent kid. He seems like he yeah, plays yeah, by yeah. himself most of the time. Yeah, he makes, you know, he eats up his food. When he's hungry, he just eats up his food, you know. <laughs> At least I think he does. I don't know. I don't really pay attention. <laughs> Just eats with whatever fell on the ground from the previous <laughs> meal. <laughs> like, it's great. I don't even have to like vacuum or anything. He just like, he'll get it. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Dragon, what, can you do me a favor? Can you tell me how your week has been? Well, I'm still pregnant. And still. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I would say. Still. Yep, still, still pregnant, still over it. Uh, I think that this kid is coming very soon. Um, and on that mm-hmm. note, I do not think that we are going to have another episode next week. <laughs> no, I don't want you to worry. I've already yeah. uh, gotten your replacement. That figures, okay? yeah, yeah. I assume, uh, it's, it's, I assume it's Alejandro. No, actually, it's just going to be me doing your voice. So it's just going to be like, <laughs> ah, I, I, I'm pregnant. Oh, my God, Berto, you're so smart. You're the smartest person mm-hmm. I've ever known to. So uh, I actually worry. would not be surprised if that's exactly what you did, but I know you I mean, can't because you can't like upload the episode because you don't know how. Oh, oh yeah. I was going to say literally yeah. people know that that's actually, I've been doing that for like five episodes already. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just like increasingly very uncomfortable and um, 
the last like last week was a little rough, but I didn't I didn't realize that it would not it was not going to be rough compared to this week, <laughs> which makes me think that Yeah. next week, if I'm still pregnant, it's going to be even rougher. And I don't love that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to lie to I know you. what you mean. I'm not going to lie. I, I get why. Because uh, at first, you know, you, I've never done it before. So I don't really I didn't really know what to expect. And I was like, no, yeah, I, I don't think like I, I would really rather not be induced. Like I'd really rather not have any interventions like blah, blah, blah. And now that I'm getting more and more uncomfortable, I'm like, I totally get it. I'm still going to like try, you know, we'll Yeah, see. But I, no. uh, I, I, I get it. It's hard. It's hard, really hard on your body. Stuff yeah, hurts. yeah. Uh, like, uh, what's the that saying? Uh, everyone thinks they're a fireman until they feel the heat. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Everyone thinks pregnancy is easy until you get pregnant. You're like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like everyone thinks they can do something until they're it's right in front of their face and they're like, Uh, oh shit, now I, yeah, that's that's when you separate dragon the boys from the men, <laughs> indeed. Or in this case, the gals from the girls. I don't the girls know from what the from the women. I think is what you I, mean to I say. guess. I think I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I hope. I'll, I don't know. I'll be back when I'm back. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. All right, dragon. Yes. Uh, I guess we should get started since you don't care about what I did this week. Uh, oh, yeah. What did you do this week? Sorry. Bro. Nothing. That's what I did this week. Okay. Absolutely. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just hung out with my boy. I uh, oh, I went to a seminar on, uh, you know, Oh, did you? jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was like it was because I was invited by a, by the owner of the gym to go. And, uh, you know, it was a Josh Barnett seminar. So it was nice. Got to see him. Okay, cool. And, uh, you know. Pretty much this. I mean, there's nothing special about it. It's just you know, he just showed some stuff and we did it. And that was Oh, it. that's fun. I didn't know you went Yeah. to. I didn't know you went to that. Yeah, and you don't care about my life because you don't ask me about me. You don't tell me shit. Whenever, whenever I talk to you, I'm always like, Dragon, tell me, tell me every single detail of what's happened. And then when it comes your turn, you're just like, Bro, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I actually actively tell you not to tell me things. <laughs> I start to tell you, and you're like, I like shit. That's, that's not. We're not there yet in this friendship. It's not like I've known you for like a decade. <laughs> I just assume you tell me things if I need to know them. Um, but that's exciting. That's cool. Josh Barnett. Yeah. Yes. All right. I guess we should uh, Yeah, get let's this bad jump boy in. started then, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon, yes. what did you watch on the couch or your little bouncy ball? Whatever did you watch on here <laughs> as you sit on these days? Okay. I do a lot. I, I really rotate, honestly, because <laughs> I'm uncomfortable all the time. So I just rotate from Mm -hmm. one thing to another. Okay. Anyway, um, I will start with a TV show, actually. So Andrew and I watched this show on Peacock called In the Know. Yes. So this is a like stop motion uh, animation comedy that is a spoof on NPR. Like it's just full on 100% making fun of like woke NPR. And Which is just perfect. Oh, you're telling me I should watch this. I think you should. It's very. I I I like belly laughed <laughs> multiple times. I really really liked it. Um, okay. I think unfortunately it's only going to be this one season. I don't think they got. I don't think they got a. I mean, a, stop a renewal. stop motion stop Yeah, motion it. animation. It's tough. I'm sure it was very expensive to make. I'm sure, like you know, it was hard, and it's on And Peacock, so it's not like it got a lot of views. <laughs> so. and here's a better thing. Here's a better thing, Dragon. How many people listen to NPR and then are willing to laugh at themselves at at the shows? Yes. Most people listening to it being like, "This is the most important thing that we've Yeah. ever done." Blah blah Yeah. blah. A hundred, a hundred percent. 
A hundred percent. That's exactly yeah, so what it is. Yeah. A very niche market who's going to be, uh, uh, what's it called? Ironically listening to NPR. Yeah. Or, or just like can, is okay with poking fun at like that aspect of their lives. Like it's like, yeah, it, yeah. which I, let's just I, say most yes. people are just not. <laughs> anything, I mean, most people prefer anything. Yes, for anything. Yes. Except me, of course, because I'm just a better human being. Sure, me. sure, sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, look, if you can't make fun of stuff like this, like, what are you doing? Yeah, um, for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, it's on Peacock, so I know it's, like, hard to see. But um, I, I really recommend it. I lo- I really liked it. I thought it was very, very funny. Like, we, really, we like, ran through the episodes. There, and there are not that many. Um, so, yeah, that's the first thing that I watched. Next. Um, we were catching up with some... Uh, movies that we missed this year so we ended up watching ferrari so that's the adam mm-hmm. driver ferrari movie did you see yeah, yeah. no i uh saw ford <laughs> i yeah, saw ford see? v ferrari see that, yeah, yeah, yeah. see that joke there yeah uh, i get it yeah, yeah thank you uh, anyway genius i'm a genius okay go on um, no i didn't is... see this movie but i've heard of it yeah yeah this is this is one of those movies that's like it's on some people's like top tens and i truly don't get it <laughs> it's a michael mann movie yeah yeah He's a he's a style. You're going in there for a Michael Mann style movie. I guess so. If you're not if you're not into the Michael Mann style, this is not the Michael. This is not a movie for you. He's a very Harry Potter dragon. You you have you're not a guy, so you don't understand it. Okay. Um, I, I, just, I can't. I, that's the best I can explain it. I can't. I, that's no fine. That's fine. I just feel I the thing the thing that I didn't get about this movie is I was like I I just don't understand like it, you get basically like. 72 hours in the life of adam driver as as enzo ferrari and that's like what the movie is and i just kind of didn't get the point of it i guess like why like it didn't like seem to say anything it was just like here's a here's a telling of like this this few days in this guy's life sort of and the things that happened around it and you're like okay cool (laughs) (laughs) slice of life for someone you don't really care about right right that that's kind of exactly what it is and i and like weirdly like the cgi and it was really bad for like the mm-hmm. some of the car stuff um which was like the best part of ford v ferrari right it was like all the racing stuff oh yeah 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 um and they killed it and i really i really liked ford v ferrari so this was just like a, a more disappointing you know kind of version of that so i kind of just didn't get it i didn't get why it was made um did you ever see there was a documentary about uh a race a brazilian race car driver did you ever see that one i don't think so I'm trying. I'm trying to Google it to find remember the name about Brazilian race car driver. But that it had some of the best driving scenes I've ever seen in a like I'm gonna say movie, but it was a documentary. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Lo- I'm still looking it up by the way because I'm talking and typing at the same time, and that doesn't work. Race car. We're doing great. Race car. Sienna. 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 S e n n a. Sienna. Never it's, heard of it. It's a documentary. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal documentary i mean look i've i don't give three fucks about f1 racing yeah i for two hours i was enthralled riveted like riveted yeah riveted as to what like oh my god i can't this guy has to win this guy has to do that and i was like just in it and then the moment it ended i was like wow i i can't believe they made me care about something i don't care about yeah but um the race car driving scenes in that is uh, scenes it's literally just like a camera right next to the guy's he- like head Face, in the yeah. f1 car and it's just like riveting you see what the fuck these guys are doing the whole yeah. time it, i mean but, listen yeah. 
I, I have a lot of respect for people who do that. You're probably going to die doing it. So like, I get yeah. it, you know, like I totally and, understand. And it's a uh, spoiler alert. He does die doing it, but uh, it's stacked out because you can, you can, you see the weight of it. You feel it because it's, I mean, it's real fucking footage. And yeah. uh, I think movies are always trying to recreate that. Yeah. So when a movie just CGI's it and doesn't do anything, you're kind of just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It was very like, I mean, honestly, the, the part that was the CGI looked really bad. It, you couldn't do that in real life. <laughs> like you, you just like, yeah. wouldn't. um, so, uh, I understand, but like, it, it was just, it really, I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. I, I feel like it was fine. Mm-hmm. And it's, okay. it's one of those movies where everybody's speaking in English, but everyone is supposed to be Italian. So they just put on a fake Italian accent. Oh God. Why? <laughs> and you're just like, okay. <laughs> I like, guess so. Does, I, I really, re- I really love the, um, the Chernobyl documentary, which not documentary, docu series. Yeah, not docu series. It was just a series. fucking drama. Yeah, yeah, drama. drama. Yeah, whatever you fucking call it. But but it was like it, everyone was. There were all Russians. Mm-hmm. Do we acknowledge that we're all speaking Russian? Uh, everyone had their own accent. Some people yeah. had a German accent, English accent. No one got. They were just like it's fine. Yeah, Nobody it's cares. Fine. We're not Use even your... speaking the right language, let's right? Just, let's like just that, go. That's how I feel. I'm like, look, you're not even speaking the right language. So like, who cares at that point? Yeah. Um, I, one of the one of the big complaints about the movie is that Adam Driver is like too young to play Enzo Ferrari, and like he doesn't disappear into the role. Like he is Adam Driver the whole time. Yeah. Um, which well, he's I not that good of an actor, so I mean, well, I like Adam Driver generally, but he is he's he, fine. He's not he that is great, his though. own per- person. Like he is very. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I watch that. It's fine. You can rent he's it just for Adam like... Driver and everything. Yeah, it, that even Star wrong. Wars. He was just Adam Driver in Star Wars. You're not wrong about that either. I don't. I don't. I don't disagree. <laughs> Um, he was really good at Marriage Story. I really liked that movie. Again, he was just Adam Driver. Wait, by the way, he was great in Marriage Story. He was just Adam Driver. This is Adam Driver who get beat in a marriage. That was that's, it. That's fair. <laughs> that's actually exactly how I think he probably is in a marriage too. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so this is still in theaters. Ferrari is still in theaters. Um, you can rent it on the internets for like 20 fucking dollars or you can find it somewhere. It's up to you. Okay. You do you. <laughs> I'm not telling you how to live your life um okay so the next three things i'm going to talk about are because of blank check the podcast blank check yeah um so they are doing barbara streisand directed films oh interesting wait, directed? right yeah okay yeah. she is she, i think i think there are only four so she she directed okay go ahead yeah yeah she directed these um okay so first uh we are i'm i watched uh 1983's yentl oh no wait that's mm-hmm. not first sorry first is a star is born that comes first that's I, I don't think she directed this but i thought she did direct it it's listed as frank pearson oh never mind well they did a star is born anyway uh, for the yeah. podcast so yeah. yeah i watched it maybe it's like she directed most of it or something oh just no like the name or some bullshit like that so i remember i remember apparently she was like the backseat director like she was like ah, the, yeah it was yeah. like one of those like she got it made so she had more say in it than like anybody else even though she didn't officially direct it yeah uh, yeah that's yeah okay that makes sense yeah um so this is from 1976 it is a it is the th- the third Yes. installation of a star is born there's one in the 30s one in the 50s this one's in the 70s and then there's the bradley cooper one that got came mm-hmm. out a few years ago um i will say i did not like this movie <laughs> mm-hmm. it is the music is not good <laughs> yeah it's not the same songs and i didn't realize that like i mean i knew that the bradley cooper star is born um I knew that that won an Oscar for like best original song, but I didn't put two and two together that that means like the songs are not the same over the course of like the, <laughs> that you, know? Means okay. you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I was expecting, 
So like the songs are very like Barbara Streisand in the seventies, and like I just didn't really, I just didn't really care for them. I I love the idea of you being like this contemporary song, this song that sounds like it was made in like twenty ten. Yeah, came uh, came into being in the thirties. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this Look, is I'm, the exact same bradley cooper that song that they I, sang that one that, i mean they wrote that which is like a very 2010 song it really they wrote is. that in uh, the 1930s apparently listen i i didn't claim Head to be of smart. His time. all right i didn't claim to be intelligent <laughs> i just knew i knew they were like remakes and it's a musical yeah. and i just like didn't think i just didn't think about it um now, is this so, a musical musical no no it's not a musical musical okay gotcha yeah. But it, it's it's very it's very much like the the Bradley Cooper one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like the beats aren't as good. Like you know, it's Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson, and they just like don't you know. You're just like, eh. it is. It's fine. It's just not you know, good. She, Go ahead. She wanted uh, Elvis to be in this, right? Yeah, and he he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to be portrayed as a drunk. Yep. Yeah. Which like, ironic, fair huh? Fair enough. Um, right. according... fucking, did, did he say that as he was fucking popping pills like a fucking <laughs> madman? Probably. <laughs> Dude, it was nineteen seventy six. Is, that, is that Fat Elvis? Is that Fat Elvis? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, apparently, Chris Christopherson did watch this movie and go, "Oh shit, I am actually an alcoholic," and like cleaned us up. He cleaned his life up a little bit after yeah, he yeah. watched it. Um, but anyway, I, yeah, I, it just doesn't. It you know, it's hard because I I really did like the Bradley Cooper one a lot. It, I, and it was like a surprise thing. I did not think I was going to like it. And it was one of those ones where Andrew was like, we're going to see this in the theaters. And I was like, I'm going to hate this. And then we watched it. And I was like, this is so good. I was, I'd say, by the way, same, I was the same exact way. Yeah. I went to go see it because my chick at the time wanted to see it. And I was like, oh, why am I watching this shit? Yeah. And then I was like, in the fucking theater crying. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like wild. Yeah. Um, Gary Busey's also in it. So that's fine. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, anyway, it was, uh, yeah just watch the bradley cooper one i and i can't attest to like how good the 30s or 50s one is i heard the 50s one is very good okay um i think it has um what's her name from uh, wizard of oz in it judy garland yeah all right yeah i mean i'm um, not gonna watch it so yeah it's fine uh you can watch a star is born for 2.99 on prime if you really want to yeah okay um okay so that's the first one next next is yentl um I have no idea what Yentl is about. Do you know what Yentl is about? Uh, something about, I think she's like in a Jewish school of some sort and she sings. Okay. Yes. I, I mean, kind of she, like a yeshiva. She wants Nailed to go. It. Yeah. Nailed it. So she lives in a place where women are not allowed to study the Torah. Hmm. Um, her dad dies. This is the plot of Yentl. And she yeah. cuts off all her hair and pretends to be a boy so she can go to school. That's yeah. Okay, so it's basically she's the man, except uh, instead yes. of soccer, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Torah. Yes. Or the Tom, the Talmud, the Talmud. Uh, Talmud, yeah, or whatever the fuck. Um, a hundred percent accurate. Yes. <laughs> uh, weirdly, I, I made I made myself laugh because of the fucking the reference I just pulled out of my ass. <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, okay, I don't. Sorry. I don't remember she's the man that well, but yeah, pretty much. Man that binds. Let's you could have said Come you could have said ladybugs, and it's like the opposite, where it's the dude playing soccer as a woman, right? Yeah, but it's not. It's dudes as a woman. That's the difference. yeah. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Anyway, not, I mean, I could have said Joanna man if I'm working with that. <laughs> what is the what is the white girls or whatever what is that one? yeah white girls <laughs> I've, I've still never seen it i've never seen white girls wait you've never seen white girls I ne- yeah i don't i don't know how oh my, my brother God. my brother like loved the, it i don't know how i didn't it's, miss, it's I didn't like the yentl it. of our time <laughs> anyway um one of the things that's really fun about this movie so this movie's from 1983 and apparently it was like <laughs> 
Barbara Streisand had a hard time like getting it made at first, and it and it's weirdly, it is a it is a musical in that she sings during it, right? But it's not a yeah. musical in that first of all, nobody else sings. She is the only one that sings in the whole thing, and she's never she's like just it's like a song break in the movie, but it's not about what's happening or like you know it's it's just like a weird like inserted thing it's not it's not like a regular musical. yeah yeah i get and, you she just like walks up to the side sings and then comes back and back to the story yeah yeah and sometimes okay. when the song is playing she's singing and sometimes she's not and it's just playing as like the music over what's happening which is very weird as well yeah. um anyway it's it's a very long it felt very long it's two hours and 13 minutes and you feel you feel the length of it um okay. but a young mandy patinkin is in it and that's kind of fun okay. um yeah uh amy irving is in it who's who's in um uh carrie she's one of the she's the she's like one of the the, the she's the girlfriend she's of the guy of the that bronze. yeah she's the girl she's the nice one basically that like is the one that convinces her boyfriend to take carrie to the prom as like a nice gesture mm-hmm. kind of thing anyway um i'm kind of glad i watched it i guess so, just so i know about it <laughs> but I, mean, I wouldn't like necessarily like super recommend it you know as like a fun musical or anything um, if you are inclined to watch it, it is on HBO or okay. sorry, Max, the one to watch for HBO. I mean, I'm not going to watch it. So yeah, but. that's fine. That's fine. Um, okay. So there was that. There's that's Yentl. And um, next we watched 1991's The Prince of Tides. Mm-hmm. I had vaguely heard of this movie, I guess. No, I had no idea what it was about. Um, so this is starring Barbara Streisand and Nick Nolte as the, as the main lead. Um right. And it's based on a book, apparently. And it's about, like, this dude um, who grew up in South Carolina with his two siblings and his and an abusive dad and, like, a mom that's kind of, like, emotionally abusive. And his, when his sister tries to kill herself, so he has to go up to New York City and speak with her therapist for some reason. And Barbara Streisand plays the therapist. It, okay. Berto, let me tell you. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It, it does not... <laughs> that that is the plot that's <laughs> okay all right and then, and then you kind of learn about nick nolte's like insane childhood in as he's telling the therapist this for some reason to help his sister who is in a coma after trying to kill herself okay i'm assuming he's the print he's the titular prince of tides i guess so <laughs> i guess does this have anything to do with the boats water anything like that uh they are they happen there, because okay. he grew he grew up in South Carolina and his dad's a, a shrimp fisherman. So okay, okay, okay. It is. It By is way, there. It, yeah. Fun fact: Nick Nolte became known as a sex sexiest man alive yep. because of this movie. Yeah. So, I I, I kind of get it to be honest. He's a very early '90s sex symbol. Like mm-hmm. you know, he's that kind of like he's like very ma- masculine, but he's like showing I mean, some, he's showing some emotion like that. That was like a big thing. You know, he, he looks like I'm looking at pictures of, the, of him in this movie. He looks like the type of guy that if, uh, you know, if you go out to the movie theater with his, with his, uh, if he goes to the movie theater with him, you with him and like two kids uh, and someone's talking in the back, he's going to punch that person in the face. Yeah. 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 Like, man, it's like man. my fucking son's trying to enjoy yeah. his goddamn thing. <laughs> and I'm just gonna back away and like, whoa! <laughs> this man means business. He's also a big dude. Like he's not a small yeah. man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I get I I got it. it not mm-hmm. not for Man's me, man. but a very steak, er, steak and potatoes. Very nineties man's man. Um, steak steak and potatoes. 
But again, the important part of it is that he gets in touch with his emotions or some shit. Ugh. Yeah. No, definitely not sticking potatoes in there. <laughs> I mean, that's like the point of the movie. <laughs> like talks to this therapist and like gets shit out. And uh, anyway. Um, so so was it, is it Barbara? Quick question. Is it yeah. Barbara Streisand or Streisand? Streisand. Stry, Streisand? I say Streisand. Stry, Barbara Streisand. 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 I still, still, like, even after I, the movie, I can't, I can't figure it out. I can't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> there are some names that I just am never going to pronounce right. So <laughs> even though I think I am pronouncing it right, I think you're pronouncing it wrong, but that's fine. Um, I, I think out of the three movies that we've seen, from her and i believe there's one more that i haven't watched yet um this i actually think is the best one (laughs) in in terms of like it was the most interesting one i think to watch i don't think it's necessarily good (laughs) but it is the one that like by the end i was like you know i i wasn't on my phone (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean um and you can rent this one for like yeah high praise you can rent this one for like four bucks on like whatever apple tv or amazon or any of those um weirdly they i i would think more of these would be streaming on like an hbo but only one of them no is. no no one yeah. really cares about these movies yeah so i watch prince of tides the other thing wait I, there's one more thing i want to shout out that i did not put on my thing um on my list just because it's, it's a sports thing but we what we finished the most recent sumo tournament happening in japan yes. and you know me and andrew have been watching sumo for quite a while now um yeah and it was so fucking fun it's like our super bowl we were so excited to watch it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like our uh, unfortunately the guy that that i that i love hosh is his, is his mm-hmm. nickname um he had to drop out so the tournaments are are 15 days long and the head the the like high ranking dudes um have a match every day so they yeah. end up doing 15 matches over the course of the thing. And the guy who has the most wins wins the whole tournament and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so <laughs> the guy that I really, really, really loved that I really wanted to win on day 13 got a knee injury and had to drop out. And I was so sad. No. I was, Why did you like him? Why did you like him? He's like, he's got such a fun attitude and his sumo is wicked fun. He does so many throws and you don't see a ton of throws in sumo because it's very hard to throw a 400 pound man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just extremely hard to do, but his sumo is just like very exciting and like dynamic. Um, and he's got this like fun, like his face, he's, he's like the ice man, you know, like he's like very like cold. And I just like, I think it's fun. It's like very much like he's almost like a heel, but he's not, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get you yeah um so sumo is your new mma is what you're telling me it really is it like very truly is so every every um year in japan there are i believe six um tournaments there they happen on uh, during odd months since january march blah blah blah, um through november and uh they're 15 days long and you just get to watch and you see these dudes like do this shit and you don't the the interesting thing i think to me is that like it's crazy how 30 seconds a day of like doing of a match kills these kills these dudes. Like they get so injured. They get so like by the end of the tournament, every single one of them is in like a some kind of tape, you know, <laughs> like they just like yeah. their knees are fucked, their back is fucked. Like they it, it's just so it's it's an I have a lot of respect for the sport at this point. Dragon, what's yeah. the hardest sport? I don't know. <laughs> what do you Wrestling, think? Right? Right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 
or what's the original sport basically wrestling, wrestling yeah yeah right um, i would agree that wrestling and, is the hardest sport and sumo is wrestling adjacent yeah it's wrestling but it's grappling or whatever it's wrestling yes. but um wrestlers uh wrestling match is six minutes long yeah it's wild i mean yeah. to be fair those sumo guys could not <laughs> did you know if a sumo match lasts longer than five minutes they get a water break they literally stop five it. minutes yeah five minutes they get a yeah, water break. i didn't know that they stop it and the guys get to like like half like they have to stop like they stop and they get water and they like try and catch their breath and then they'll start again <laughs> it's wild <laughs> also most of the matches are 30 seconds so a five minute match is actually is insane it's yeah insane. That, that sounds insane um uh, anyway so we watch we've been watching tennis sumo and it's really fun and i highly recommend if you want a new sport to like jump into and it's easy to jump into because the matches again 30 seconds long uh i'm busy yeah okay. i got i got i got i got the super bowl to watch <laughs> that's fair i'm busy this was Me my super boy. bowl i was Man just training. excited i was just excited that i i i got to finish the the, the tournaments are called bashos i got to finish the basho yeah. before the kid came <laughs> <laughs> uh he he definitely heard a lot of uh uh sumo stuff in the womb um anyway that's it Berto. that is what i watched so why don't you tell me about what you watch unless i'm going to call Berto on the bed all right dragon what am i man's brain that's right manliest of men mm-hmm. uh so anyway i was like you know what i'm gonna uh, i haven't seen this movie in a long ass time uh-huh. uh, probably like 20 years i'm gonna go ahead and do it i'm gonna fucking watch the godfather because it was on paramount plus Mm-hmm. And I put it on, and I'm not joking. I put it on because I was going to watch it myself. Yeah. Two minutes into it, my chick walks out of the shower. She was taking a shower. She walks out of the shower, starts, like, doing something. And I was going to, like, turn it off and just, like, put on, like, a horror movie for her. Yeah. And then she was like, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm doing something over here. And I put it on. And next thing I know, she starts asking me questions about the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, suddenly, we're both watching The Godfather. <laughs> and because – and I – uh, and I know, I know that the Barbie movie told me apparently that's a bad thing. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, what can I do? What can I do? My my mansplaining took over. Well, you know, oh I guess I guess that's that's my toxic masculine trait. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. It, so my chick, what basically she said in her mind, The Godfather was one of those like gangster movies where it's like, oh, the gangsters are doing stuff and the cops are chasing them and ah, that oh, is all, that is also catch me. That is also what I think The Godfather is. Yeah, it's like, oh, you won't catch me, copper. You know, that stuff. <laughs> and they talk and, exactly like that. They have Tommy guns. Yeah, the entire time. They got Tommy guns, all that stuff. No, um, it is, the, the, the Godfather is not that. The Godfather is basically a the story of this family that happens to be a uh, crime family. Okay. And uh, essentially, it is what what the one thing that stood out to me was like this movie is like ninety percent guys in a room talking, yeah, and they fill out an entire world just based on that. So it's like because you know these these like five characters are having a conversation, mm-hmm. and they're telling you about like oh you know um uh, they they kind of tell you about the rest of the world that's it's happening. So there isn't a lot of like action action that you would think in a guy in a gangster movie. It's mostly people just fucking talking. So, uh, and essentially, you know, spoiler alert for the Godfather. By the way, the story is about the Godfather. The Godfather, played by uh, Marlon Brando. Uh-huh. Um, someone tries to take him out, and fucking Al Pacino, who's his son, his youngest son, mm-hmm. has to like protect the family by taking over and uh, 
the movie is essentially just a character piece of Al Pacino who starts off when he starts the movie, he is basically like, I am not part of my family. Mm -hmm. My family does bad things. I don't want to be a part of it. Interesting. I'm coming for my sister's wedding and I, but I'm not, I'm not involved with them. I'm not, he's, he's like dating some chick and he's trying to explain to her that like they, they do their thing. I'm not involved with them. He went off to war. Interesting. So he, he, this is like right after World War II. He went off to war and did this, and then some, suddenly there's a, there's an attempt on his father's life, and his father's like put in the hospital, and suddenly uh, Al Pacino is like, oh, um, I, I, I want revenge. He wanted yep. revenge, so he basically gets revenge, and then eventually has to leave the u.s goes to fucking italy then comes back i'm i'm going i'm going over a, i'm skipping a lot of things right by the way um and uh he then uh, then al pacino takes over the family business because okay. he suddenly learns like what is the family the family business is not we're we're not a crime family he's like i'm a uh, al pacino's like oh, no al pacino i'm sorry marlon brando was like i am a family man yeah i take care of my family and that's the 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 mafia is just what takes care of the family yeah and essentially um you quickly learn that like oh al pacino not only is he good at this he's really fucking good as a mob boss because he's really fucking smart and he is ruthless his father was like a businessman where it's like there's five families there's five crime families in new york we make handshake deals, you know, we, we work around each other. We try not to get into each other's business. No one wants a war. And uh, that's basically Al Pacino. The moment uh, Marlon Brando dies, Al Pacino's like, cool, uh, kill everyone. <laughs> and he kills kills all the other families. The The movie ends with him having killed all the families, killing everyone who, who, who you know, threatened his family. And uh, at one point, he actually kills his sister's... Uh, husband mm-hmm. because he was involved in in a in a murder that one in in the murder of his brother okay and he and he is like the devil because talia shire who uh plays his sister uh-huh. comes in and is like you oh, how you you killed my husband you killed my husband you killed my husband and he's just like no i didn't no i didn't and then uh diane keen who plays his wife mm-hmm. it comes over and she's like did you did you kill your sister's husband? And he's like, no, you don't. This is the rule. Yeah, you don't, don't fucking get ask me about my yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. Don't get involved. Don't get involved. And then she's like, just fucking just tell me, just tell me, just tell me. He's like, all right, all right. This one time, I'll let you fucking ask me about the business. And she's like, did you do it? And he's like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, okay, okay. And she walks away. And this is this is a fucking amazing scene where she is standing outside of a room outside. And it's this brightly lit living room. And he is inside of another room that's like darkly lit. And some yeah. guy just walks over and closes the door. And you see the horror in her face of like, oh, my God, like, that's not like my husband is gone. Yeah, he is like that is a different human being. And I will never know what that man is fucking thinking. Interesting. So it's a fu- it's a fucking phenomenal movie. I mean, there's a reason why this basically people are like, oh, this is the greatest movie ever made. Yeah um yeah so anyway my chick me and my chick my chick fucking loved it she thought it was amazing again because she she it wasn't the movie that she thought it was right it was a fucking drama right um so i was like all right cool let's watch the second movie which is actually like people consider it the better than the original yeah uh and we watched the second movie and uh you know the second movie is in two parts the first part is basically robert de niro plays marlon brando's part Mm -hmm. as a young man and uh, basically his rise to power 
Okay. And then it's just a continuation of Al Pacino's story, which is uh, someone tries to take, you know, someone tries to kill Al Pacino. And then it, the movie is Al Pacino trying to figure out who, who betrayed him. Okay. And spoiler alert for a movie that every, for spoiler alert for if you know this movie, you know the spoiler for this. It turns out his brother fucked up. Okay. He didn't, he didn't like, he basically someone took advantage of the fact that he was an idiot. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. So in this movie, Al Pacino goes from a fucking monster that he, that you, you suddenly realize this guy who didn't want to become a fucking part of the family and all this, he became a monster. That was Mm. the first movie. In this one, you realize like, oh, he's the fucking devil. (laughs) He, he basically just loses everything. His wife divorces him. Um, she at one point aborts his baby. Mind you, those abortions were illegal back at this point. Um, it's in the, it takes place in the fifties. Um, what else happens? Uh, she she leaves him, and like he has to kill his own brother, which means his entire Falcon family is dead, except yeah. for his sister. Um, and it's great because you see the two characters of, uh, you know, uh, Vito, which is the Godfather, mm-hmm. and uh, Al Pacino. You see the contrast of the two characters where. Uh, Vito, who's played by Robert De Niro in this, was always a family man. It like, and I I told my chick like the whole point of this movie is that every single scene that you see uh, Robert De Niro, he's holding his kids. Yeah, it's like it's a family thing. He like it's for his family. He cares about it. He loves his children, and you never see one scene where Al Pacino talks to his kids. <laughs> they just exist in the same space as he does and it's just like no he's a fucking terrible human being interesting but he just he he is a terrible human being he's a power hungry fucking monster who th- who's using the, the he's telling himself i'm a family man yeah and using that excuse to do everything that he does but it's it's yeah it's fucking fuck it's, it's dragon yeah dragon. highest of recommends Okay, I know, I know, I know. Barbie told you it's bad to watch this. <laughs> I understand. Sure. That for some reason in the movie Barbie, the like one of the ways to distract them is like You talk about the, the Godfather. Is, yeah, no, what no, no, worse. One of the girls is like in front of a guy is like, Oh, I never saw the Godfather. And it's like, What? You never saw the Godfather? We should watch it. Somehow, somehow that's a bad thing. Yeah. You know, exposing someone to such a fucking brilliant piece of art, that's a bad thing, right? Yeah, that's what I always say. Like, and fuck if I well, luckily that movie's been nominated for Oscars, but not enough. <laughs> not enough. No. No, no. I mean, frankly speaking, Dragon, you, you know me, right? Uh-huh. I my theory is that Barbie should be nominated for every Oscar. Okay. No. How many Oscars categories are there? All I have no idea. Just nominate all of them. And best nominate animated. <laughs> yep, animated. Best short. animated Barbie. All right. <laughs> Everything. Every single fucking thing. Just uh, nominate those. All right. All right best all right, documentary right. short, Barbie. <laughs> Okay, are you done talking about The Godfather and then for some reason Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, those movies are fucking great. Highest um, of recommend. Yeah, I, highest of recommend. It, like rewatching it is just, I, I think it's one of those movies you have you, like people should rewatch like every 10, 15 years. Yeah. Because you, 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 you learn more about it. Okay. Fair. And uh, yeah, it add, definitely rewatches add to it because it is like, the reason why it's a guy's movie is because it's very much... Um, it's world building. Mm-hmm. And I feel like whenever people say like, oh, it's a guy's movie, they, they're more like, oh, it's a world building movie. Like yeah. we're mm-hmm. having conversations, Maybe. but we're building the world around us. I don't think that like, you know, quote unquote, girt chick flicks have those as much. It's more so just like very direct. It has to be what's on the screen 
Mm. And you don't you don't try to build the outside world as much. I I don't Would, know. I never I never thought that? I never thought about it. I like never thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure if I think about it for like more than two seconds, then you know I'm gonna wind up being wrong on that. But I I feel like that's <laughs> kind of true because like sci-fi, fantasy, these are generally like guys yeah. guy movie guy uh, style movies, and like you know it's all I can I, think is the difference is like oh they're I, world building. I think I think the harder part is I don't I'm not like a chick chick flicks chick so i don't i can't like <laughs> yeah but you're also not a dude flakes guy so am i not i'm a whore i guess i'm just like i like horror movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's it what's the yeah. weird image of it's like the weird goth horror person <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i should um, watch midsummer oh. again <laughs> <laughs> oh uh lastly um the one thing i did notice about the second movie so the first movie the one thing i did notice was like most of the movie is just people in a fucking room talking. Yeah. The second movie, it is um, so much of the movie is people having a conversation, but like talking about something else. Okay. So it's like you and I are talking about something, but there's a very, there's a subtext. We are talking about something, but it's very much like we're actually, we're both, we and we both understand what we're saying, but we're not saying it directly to each other. Okay. I you get know it. what I mean? Almost like talking like in code. A, yeah, like there's a We're scene where a character is like, oh, like, like, oh, yeah, in the Roman, Roman Legion, when someone would betray the state, um, you know, they would uh, they would allow some of the people to uh, keep their money and their honor. And then the other characters like, yeah, but that's only if the guy went home and killed himself. <laughs> and then there was like, yeah. And then next, thing you know, the guy goes and has to kill himself, basically. That sucks. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, that like it's like that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you really have to. You can't, Dragon. I'm sorry, you can't watch that movie. Fucking on your phone. You really have to pay attention. That's fair. All right. Next, Dragon. Yes. Uh, oh wait, I, where I where think... are they? Where are they streaming? Oh, they're on Paramount Plus. Okay. Next. All right, Dragon. I went ahead and I finished the trilogy that you were. We were both waiting for me to finish, which is the Naked Gun trilogy. Yes. <laughs> I, watched I was wait. Naked I was waiting Gun. with bated breath. <laughs> yeah, I watched Naked Gun thirty three and a third. Um, the final insult, starring you know Leslie Nielsen and a bunch of other people. Uh, in this movie, yep. Uh, how do I put it? The first half of this movie is not fun. It's like, oh man, these jokes are tired and old, and I don't yeah. get it. And then the second half happens, and suddenly it's like, oh okay, we're we're back. It's okay. good. They're they're back to normal. So I, I had a good time. I think it was good. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith is in it. She has a funny role. Okay. Um, R.I.P. A favorite, yeah. All right, wait, is it? Oh, yeah, that's right. She is, dead. yeah. She remember, she very famously um, dies. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, except for one part where she, um, you know, uh, it, it wasn't funny at all. I didn't laugh at all because she she uh takes off her clothes in front of another character and it's revealed that she has a penis, and then the oh. other character that character starts to throw it up because oh, that's but that's not funny, Dragon. No, not, funny. not funny. Nope, not nope, funny. nope, not funny. No, so I just want to point out that I did not laugh at that. In fact, I, I wrote you. them a very strongly worded email. You wrote Naked Gun 33 and a half, a very strongly worded email? Yep. Okay. Because yep. I'm a good person, Dragon. Sure. I want you to know that I'm a good person. All right. All right. Next. That was on uh, Max. Thank you. Next, Dragon. I watched a little movie called Payback. Um, this is and this is very much a fucking guide movie. <laughs> this, is, this is the movie that my chick 
was thinking about when we were, I was watching Godfather. It's <laughs> okay. basically Mel Gibson. This is a 1999 crime film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like a revenge noir film. It's it's very like in its own moment. Okay. I don't know how to I don't know how to describe it. It's like you you have to. It's one of those movies like you watch the first ten minutes. If you're not feeling it, don't don't bother with the rest because okay. it's, it's it's a feel movie. Fair. It's a guy movie basically. But um, yeah, like Mel, I, I I liked it a lot because I was having fun with the characters, and it's just an interesting like look at everything. But it's basically a revenge film. Uh, Mel Gibson, someone you know, steals money from him, and he's got a. It's almost like he's got to go up. He goes to the a boss, and then defeats that boss. He has to go to the next boss. He has to go to the next boss until he finally gets to the final boss, and then like <laughs> get, gets his money back. Okay. Uh, funnest part of the movie is number is that. He it's seventy thousand dollars that they stole from him, mm-hmm. <laughs> to which every single character is like, "Really, you're doing all this for seventy fucking thousand dollars?" <laughs> and it's funny because some of them even get confused because they're like, "Hey, he wants his one hundred thirty thousand dollars," and then he has to keep correcting him like, "It's only it's seventy, it's seventy thousand dollars." <laughs> and there's a scene where at the very end where he's getting like tortured. Yeah. And um, one of the characters comes up and he's like, here's your one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. You're never going to fuck it. That's the closest you'll ever fucking touch it. And then you kind of see Mel Gibson like roll his eyes, <laughs> which is kind of funny because he's fucking getting tortured at the moment. Uh, so, anyway, so great. Yeah, it has like little quirks. It, it's a movie with like little quirks like that, that kind of that make it enjoyable. So okay. I, I enjoyed it. I think it's I think it's a fun film. Um, it is currently on the Amazon Primes. Next, Dragon. I went ahead and uh, I did something that a good friend does. Dragon, what does a good friend do? Take take each other's suggestions. Correct. That's what. But that's the sole thing that friends do. The Number only thing. one thing. Yep. The only thing that dis- that defines a good friend. Yeah. I watched 1977's The Hobbit because uh, you told me to do watch it, right, Dragon? I, I'm pretty sure Andrew told you to watch it. <laughs> anyway, I watched it. It's on Max. Um, yeah, it's very much a kids movie. I it mean, is. didn't I tell you that? It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fun kids. It's 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 like fine. It's fine. It's a yeah. kids movie. Uh, yeah. Probably my favorite thing is the very end, the Battle of the Five Armies, where you have Bilbo being like one army, <laughs> two armies. <laughs> Three? He counts to five, and it's just like Jesus Christ. This is why. Do you <laughs> like, see why Andrew? Do you see why Andrew was confused about the eagles? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the, yeah, they did count the eagles as the fifth army, but they're they're not. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a kids. It's a, the, before before I start saying like, oh, it's all, it's this is a kids movie. Uh, Dragon. This movie is aimed towards like seven or eight year olds. Mm-hmm. The book is aimed at like seven or eight year olds. Is it really? Yeah. The Lord of the Rings is for like teenagers. It's for like 14, 15 year olds. Like the young Hobbit adult is for YA like, fiction. Yeah. The the Hobbit is like fucking Jesus Christ. It is it is for like seven or eight year olds. It's like when I when I when I reread the first Harry Potter book when I was like older because I read the first one when I was probably like eleven. When I reread, of age. It, yeah, you know, when I was older, I was like, oh, this is for children. <laughs> yeah, this is a child's book. A mm-hmm. child's chapter book. Uh, she got better as she went on, I would say. Well, I think she just, maybe. Maybe either she got better or she uh, just realized that her audience was growing up. I think I think it's probably both. I think her writing and, just like generally improved because she had been started been doing so much of it, you know? Yeah, or maybe she's smart enough to be like, well, the, the characters are whatever, let's say 10. This age, yeah. 
and I'm going to write the book for 10 year olds. And then by the time the last book, it's like my characters are 18. I'm going to write it for 18 year olds. Yeah. I want to, I want to say that because no one makes that much fucking money by accident, by, by accident. Dragon no, Ball. no, no, absolutely not. Listen, <laughs> I, I love those books. Like they were like, yeah. they got me to read as a child. Like that's, I mean, they got, they got America to fucking read. They, they really did. She, she like, it, whenever you look at the list of the, the, you know, the top billionaire, the top female billionaires, first of all, she's the richest woman in the world. Yeah. Is all she? right. Nope. And I think so. Either she's number one or number two. I can't remember. But, or is, um, is she, she the richest, richest self-made woman? woman okay. She, let, she, I think she's the richest self-made billionaire in the world. Yeah. Um, That's number one. And then number two, like when you look at the list, it's her, Oprah, and then a bunch of people who like divorced into money. Yeah. So she, she, it's fucking insane. It yeah. is insane how, how much money she made from this and continues to make. As she, I mean, honestly, as she should. She got a whole, like, literally just, every millennial read a book because of her. Yeah. 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 Divorced, single, from a fucking mother who was also battered. Yep. Fucking, could you imagine that? It's wild. insane. Insane story. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, good for her. Anyway. Yep. Moving um, on. Next dragon. So you love the Hobbit, from 1977. Did you watch it with Alejandro? I mean, did he? Did he like it? He was not. Yeah. He. I think he's. He. He. He likes certain type of cartoons. This was not it. Yeah. That's maybe fair. when he gets. Maybe when he gets older, he'll, he'll enjoy this one. Will this be? Um, wait. Will this be his introduction to to Lord of the Rings, or are you gonna just so fuck I've, it and I've do already, the movies? I've committed myself that I'm going to watch the movies every year. Oh yeah, that's uh, and around the same time. So I've I've committed to being like between the the week of Christmas and New Year's, I'm gonna watch the oh. Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, okay. the, the Hobbit edit, and then the Lord of the Rings. I'm gonna watch them all with yeah. him, and that way that way he fucking learns. That way he <laughs> he's gonna fucking I don't give a shit how much Dragon. You know how annoying I am with the fucking Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah, he's gonna be the same fucking way. Okay. I believe it. I believe it. Um. Uh. I. I just can't wait for um him to be insufferable with my kid. Although I will say, one of the things me and Andrew are talking about is like, what if our kid rebels by like being like a super jock or like he's <laughs> like weirdly into like Christianity or something? It'll be something weird. He won't <laughs> be a nerd. Lord of the Rings be, like, Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like, basically, basically, like, like yeah, the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing, bro. Come on. Yeah. All right. I, you know, my kid's going to rebel somehow, but, you know, yeah. whatever. The goal is to get as much shit into his head so that when he's done with his rebellious period, he'll come back and be like, oh, I really I really enjoyed my dad doing these things with my father. Yeah. So anyway, Dragon, next. Um, I'm, I'm trying to go through these fast just because uh, I, I normally save some for next week. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to, like, just go through everything that I did. Yes. All right, Dragon, next. <clears throat> On Amazon Prime, I watched uh 1997's cube did you have you ever seen this movie i haven't i don't think i've seen it is this the one where mm, it's like a weird sci-fi music movie where they uh the the guy is in a cube and it moves around and that's the only thing i know about yes. it okay <laughs> yeah yeah it's not a guy but it's several people but yes okay. um this is for the premise and the money and budget and everything dragon this is a good movie it is interesting how they just took this premise. And by the way, you can see the bad CGI work and bad effects. It, it's a good movie because it's basically just people trying to survive inside of a fucking thing and trying to figure out how to get out. 
and then like it's great because they're tr they're working towards getting out and you can see them like slowly getting better and slowly figuring it out and then getting angry and all that stuff and so it's a very interesting film and it's kind of like you know everyone has their own different like personalities yeah so uh it's interesting to watch this then watch them interact but yeah it's 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 like weird that like this movie is actually really good but uh yeah i, I would recommend dragon i i think okay. you would like it by the way okay I know, um, I know Andrew has watched it, so the odds of me yeah. watching it now are not great unless he wants to rewatch so, it. Yeah, and I'm sure he might maybe one day he'll rewatch it, because I, I, I've seen it before, and then I was like, fuck it, I'll rewatch it. And I yeah, rewatched it, and I, I was like, you know what, this is better than I thought, well, it's better than I assumed it would have been. Okay. Um, all right, next, because I saw it, by the way, in like 97 or 98, yeah, but uh, anyway. Sense. Anyway, next, I watched the Cube 2, Dragon, Hypercube. Now, Dragon... I have a question. Yeah. What's better than a cube? <laughs> a cube squared? Correct. And what's better than this big, like, fucking cube that moves around and you have to go into each one and some of them might be booby-trapped? Is it multiple what's cubes better? that do the same thing? <laughs> no. What's better is going quantum. It's just saying the word quantum and now you can do anything you want. So it's Ant-Man? Right? <laughs> it's just Ant-Man? Kind of. So they're like, in this one, they're going into cubes, and then it's like instead of the cubes being booby traps, like well, a couple of cubes are booby trapped, or something is fucking in there. I, that's the thing; it never really explains. Okay. Something kills them, but most of the time they're going in there, and then like the gravity will shift, mm -hmm. or um, like they'll they'll see they'll go into a room, and he's like, like one character is like, I've been fucking wandering around in here for hours. I've only this is the fourth different room I've been in, and I know that because I've been marking them. Oh, interesting. So he keeps like going in from one spot to another to another, and it's the same one. Like one character will open one up, and suddenly it's like, wait a minute, this this room is slower. It's like a time variance. Another time, it's like some character died, and then the uh, one character goes in and, this, and goes into one of the rooms, and like that character is there, but he doesn't recognize him. So it's like alternate realities. There's so much thrown into this that it doesn't make sense, doesn't fuck, isn't good. And then in the end, I don't know, I fucking even know what happened. So okay, great. I, I hated it i thought it was like they tried to make it bigger but then were like turned out like guys you just went stupider yeah yeah it's really fucking stupid because you just went quantum and then like cool we can do whatever we want now and the problem yeah. is when you did whatever you want you had too much of a fucking too much too much shit to do next next uh, i watched the third movie in this trilogy cube zero so dragon i watched the entire I, cube trilogy. I just i just appreciate that you hated the second one so you're like you know what i better do watch the third one well there was only uh, first off these are only 90 minutes so yeah that's fair. low commitment and also what the fuck else am i gonna watch you know that's fair uh it's this or like a really bad horror movie that i've literally only watched because it's got boobies in it that's fair <laughs> that does sound like you all right so Next, I watched this movie, Cube Zero, which is the third one. Um, luckily, this one just throws out the entire premise of the uh, of the second movie. And they go back to the cubes that, like, fucking summer movie trapped. And then they move around. But this one actually offers, like, a view of, like, the outside world a little bit. Which is, mm -hmm. like, these people are trapped. And it's, like, some something in the future and some other fucking crap but like um yeah it was an, it was kind of interesting it was it was an interesting i'm not gonna say failure it was like a little interesting but like you know ultimately it just felt like a sci-fi original movie yeah whereas cube i'm like man this could have been in the theaters had they 
that they had some whoever the fuck had this script known what they actually had. That's fair. Um. All right. Yeah. So. Cube trilogy. Next, Dragon. Finally, I watched a movie called Body Melt. This is an Australian horror movie, uh, 1993. Uh, I don't think it was a good movie as much as it was like, let's play with effects and let's just show different ways that people are fucking can, like, different ways of people's bodies, like, mutating until they die. Because essentially the premise is like, uh, this company... It gives people these food, this food, and mm-hmm. the food turns out that the food has bad side effects, and people die. That's okay. about it. Great. So, uh, you know, it's just it. I feel like they just were like, how 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 can we make the people die in different ways, and uh, how can we use like effects to show it? And in that sense, it was interesting. Okay. Story wise, story wise was stupid. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Enough. I'm done. Okay. All right. Finally, we did it. We made it, right, Dragon? Mm-hmm. Final segment, Dragon at the Movies. Dragon I chose this week. You sure did. That means that I picked what, uh, you know, some people would say The Godfather is the greatest movie of all time. Some people would say it would be Rocky. Uh-huh. Some people would say it's this one, No I, Holds Barred. I truly 19- don't think that's true. <laughs> I mean, some people have said it. Some I've heard some people might say it. So, okay, okay. You know? So, sure. you know, whatever. Anyway, 1989 movie. <laughs> this one <laughs> comes in at a whopping one hour, 33 minutes. It's currently on Tubi. It's directed by Thomas J. Wright, starring Hulk Hogan, Kurt Fuller, and Tommy Lister Jr. Dragon, can you do me a, fav- a favor? Yeah. Give me one of your world-famous Dragon Meta movies synopsis. Oh, okay. So basically this movie is about a, so there's a TV executive, okay, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. for some reason wants to force Hulk Hogan to, whose who's name in this movie is Rip, I believe, mm-hmm. um, to be on his network instead of on the network he's at. But Hulk Hogan, Berto, is too loyal. He won't, he won't switch networks, okay? He's loyal to his corporate overlord. So instead, uh, this this TV executive decides to get increasingly violent with multiple people, and then create his own wrestling show. In which is it Tommy Lister? Is that is that the that's the other wrestler? Zeus. That's Zeus. Yeah. In which Tommy Lister is the um is the main attraction, and then there's some kind of bullying to get uh Hulk Hogan to fight, quote unquote Tom Tommy Lister. I guess. I, mean, I don't know why you quote unquote Tommy Lister, but okay. Oh, it's quote unquote Zeus. I meant to quote unquote Zeus when I was looking at it. I still name. don't know why you're quote unquote Zeus, but okay. Because it's the character name. I don't know. Um. Anyway, I also don't know what I'm talking about because I'm uncomfortable at all the time. <laughs> Distracted 99% of the time. Um. That's. I think that's what the movie is about. Yeah, go on, go on. The, the and, weird, and, and, and. And hilarity ensues. The weirdest yeah. part, this movie has the has the 80s slash 90s thing, mostly 80s, I guess, thing of um somebody just doing the most illegal stupid shit that you like, you're like, why are you not getting the police involved? You should have gotten the Bonga police involved after the first incident. <laughs> like, I but now have... we're like five incidents in. <laughs> like, what are you doing? At least just so you know, in my notes, by the way, I took a lot of notes for this. I was yeah, so much fun in this movie. Um I had at least 
let me see, one, two, th- three different times I wrote, why has no one called the police? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. There's so much stuff. There's so much stuff in this movie where I was like, well, the police should have been called on that. Well, that's clearly assault. Like That's just straight up assault. Like, that's so- attempted murder. What's happening? <laughs> All right, so let, let's start with this, Dragon. Um, okay. This script came yeah. to uh, Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. okay? Because he was trying to get in the movies. And, like, at the time, uh, this was considered, like, the golden age of WWF. Mm-hmm. This is, like, I think this was just after McMahon had, like, basically gotten rid of all the other territories. And uh, it's a whole huge story as to how They McMahon- had, like, consolidated power i wouldn't say consolidated as much as he just fucking took everything okay he he let's just say look there's people who think he's the greatest person in wrestling there's people who think he's the worst person in wrestling but um yeah it it used to rerun like mafias where it's like oh there's a kansas there's each each territory had its own like wrestling organization and they they never went into each other's uh spots and then they would meet like i think every year actually all these like people who would own them and mcmahon was like fuck it i'm gonna take it i'm gonna take everything and so this i think this comes right after he had just like taken everything so the only ones left are like these like smaller organizations like wc not uh, wcw was like the the mid-tier one not a mid-tier one but it was like it was the number two but it was definitely a low number it was like the bellator to the to the ufc yes okay and um so it was like he was, I, I believe Vince McMahon was annoyed at um, Ted Turner because Ted Turner essentially owned his own network. And uh-huh. one thing that he said is as long as Ted Turner, the, the fucking, I own a network, wrestling will be showed. My wrestling will be showed. WCW wrestling will be showed here, which used to be called NWA, I think. Okay. Um So it basically is like, I don't give a shit. It's like, oh, your wrestling organization loses money. It's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like he was a wrestling, he was a fan of wrestling, and he wanted his wrestling. He didn't care that he's losing money. He put it on at Saturday nights. Dragon. Nobody's gonna watch wrestling on Saturday nights. Okay, why not? But he just he had it, he, and then he had his own wrestling organization. He just had it for fun, and um. So basically, the script came to Hogan, and Hogan and McMahon allegedly went into a fucking hotel room, and in three days rewrote the entire fucking script. And it was mostly to make fun of fucking Ted Turner. So Kurt Fuller, Brill, is supposed to be Ted Turner, even though from everything I hear about Ted Turner, there's nothing like him at (laughs) all. I can't imagine. (laughs) And by the way, those 72 hours, I will almost guarantee you, cocaine... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and steroids i just picture them fucking bench pressing bench pressing doing cocaine and then fucking like injecting steroids oh, directly I, into their ass <laughs> and they're like i just got a fucking idea what if we're the, the character's name is zeus yes. <laughs> what if he can't put his arms down yes <laughs> i think you're i, I think that's 1000 percent accurate this movie was written by cocaine for sure <laughs> cocaine and someone on a fucking mcmahon bench pressing like 300 fucking pounds and then he just goes then the guy goes Dookie. <laughs> my my first note about this movie is is just commenting on how hulk hogan's neck is wider than his actual head like his neck is literally wider than his skull it's wild you forget why hulk hogan is hulk hogan and he's a one of the reasons dude. is he's because he is dude. he is I think he's like six fucking five and yeah. he is like 300 pounds and he is a 
hulking, muscular guy. Yeah. And, uh, like, he wasn't a great in-ring guy. I mean, he, he it's hard because he's also a fucking... He wasn't supposed to be the in-ring guy. Like, yeah. like in terms of t- a technician. He wasn't a technician. He was he was a quote-unquote brute, which is like, I'm just big. He's a big guy. Yeah. And he's... Like, that was his appeal. He was big. But he was also... He, he was very charismatic. Like, it, you, can, you can tell even this movie, like, he, he oozes charisma. Honestly, I think he did a good job. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he was not a bad actor in this movie. I think no, I think he, the movie is not good, but I don't think that it, that's his fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and even in Ring, he was, like, just charisma. It just was, like, you couldn't help but to root for this guy. And he was the fucking baby face for WWE for a long-ass time. I think he held the championship for, 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 for like, six years during the time when, like, fucking WWE, WWF at the time became the biggest fucking organization. So when they went from like nothing to what we think of today, he was the fucking champion. Yeah. So like, and there's, there's a reason why, you know, it's not just, it's, and it's not just because, oh, he, he was just given the belt and be like, you're the guy. It's because he, yeah. he was given the belt for a reason. I get it. But uh, yes, he was a fucking big brute. He oozed charisma and he did, he did have that like, and I understand that it looks really cheesy now. And it, this movie does it way over the top, which is his, like, I'm the good guy. You know, oh, yeah. kids drink milk. Um, I'm a gentleman, this and that. But yeah. in the 80s, like, that's what people wanted. They I mean, wanted the, like... I, I totally get it. It's like, that's... that. Makes they want sense. the good guy. Yeah. They want the good guy, right? Yeah. And, and, the, they, and the bad guy has to be, like, comically, comically bad. Like, they, it yeah, has they, to be, like, so over the top that it's, like... And, you know. by the way, wrestling has always been this. Yeah. Always been this. There was a fucking character who, in the 70s, would fucking wear... He would wear a swastika and get in the ring and fucking do the the Hail Hitler salute. And he was just a German guy, right? Uh, but I, by the way, he wasn't German. He was like Polish. <laughs> I looked up a... I, so at, at a certain point, I looked up, uh, I think, how tall Hulk Hogan was. And I believe I, he's listed as 6'7". So, yeah, that sounds about right. By the way, he's lost some inches because of back injuries. Oh, that makes sense. He like crushed them discs so, yeah, or something he can like that. Compress yeah. his spine. Basically, what he says is the biggest mistake he ever made in his career was his finishing move was the big leg drop. He would jump in the air and drop his leg on top of it. Basically, he's landing literally right on his right ass. on his tailbone the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. and he's like, yeah. he, he's had multiple back surgeries. Yeah. He's, he, he says he's lost like four inches yeah. just on that. Well, and I also, he, I'm this, sure, I'm sure, like the steroids didn't help, and like the you know drugs and stuff, and like yeah, everything. Yeah. I mean steroids. You know, it's not, I mean, whatever. He just looks—he's a fucking monstrous guy. He used to be—I don't think he was a bodybuilder, but like McMahon really liked really liked the monster. He liked the big guys. That's what he liked. That—that so, that makes sense. It's—it's it's fun to see a giant yeah. man like that running around. Yeah. So and like he, yeah, man, he 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 was very like energetic when he his fucking interviews. His interviews were great, <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Just talking about the size of his arms and just oh, telling kids to fucking go drink milk and do all that shit. It was fucking great. He's a yeah. fucking. He was a perfect. He's exactly what you would think of in the eighties. Yeah, but um, he was and he wasn't known as a technician, but you can see. There, there are clips of him early on, especially when he was in uh, Japan wrestling, where he's just fucking moving like like an agile man. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ, that's a 300 pound fucking six foot seven monster. And yeah. he's r- like spinning and moving and doing crazy moves like a fucking like a madman. It's wild. So it's inter- it's, a, it's just an interesting thing. Wrestling is such an interesting thing for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, anyway. 
back to the movie, Dragon. Okay. Um, Okay, sorry. Okay, so so angry TV executive wants Hulk Hogan and can't have him and then gets super angry. Uh, One of my favorite things about this angry TV executive, other than how just incredibly ridiculous he is, is is the insult he keeps using for Hulk Hogan. (laughs) He keeps calling him jock ass. Jock ass. J-O-C-K. I don't know why. I don't know even know what that means. I don't know what that means. And he told him that like throughout the movie, like that is his insult for Hulk Hogan. And it the first time I was like, I must have misheard that. And then the second time I was like, no, he said that. And then the third time I was like, wait, this is just a thing he says. My favorite thing is that he he has no anger anger restraint, right? He's literally like, hey, rip. Oh, first off, everyone knows Rip's word is his bond. All right, he's not yes. gonna he's not gonna break contract. Nope. All right, so he brings contract. him in and he's like, "I'm giving you a blank check. You just write down what you how much you want, and that's and it's yours." And then he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I just came here to tell you, yeah. you know, to tell you in person that like, no, thank you." And immediately, instead of being like, "Oh, okay, you know, he's gonna take some more negotiation. Maybe we gotta offer him something else," he immediately goes to. <laughs> He goes from zero to a hundred. He really and does. And then is like, and then calls his people. It was like, we have to kill him. <laughs> Kidnap like, him in the limo and kill him, I'm assuming. Yeah. His the actual his actual plan, which yes. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I I really so Kurt Fuller, first of all, I had to look up because I was like, Kurt Fuller is almost eye to eye with Hulk Hogan. How tall is this motherfucker? And he is like six four. He's a tall man as well. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, but it's it, it it it's it was just me being like, why are you? What? Nobody's telling you anything. You would have been sued eight hundred times by now. Like you can't be that rich. What? Are you, what's happening? What? What is it about this era in time where you have this Kurt Fuller character? All right. You remember um, uh, fucking what's his name in Street Fighter? Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why is my my name is drawing a blank? I don't know why I can't think of the guy, the character's name. The fucking... I, I'm not gonna remember it for sure. So don't don't worry about it. And you have um the guy from uh, Masters of the Universe. Every single goddamn um bad guy was like, I have to bring everything to a ten. At least, at least. By the way, I'm thinking of Ro- Royal Julia. Everything is, it's like the bad guy has to be the over, I have to overact. Yeah. It's not enough for me to be a bad guy. I have to be like the baddest bad guy. I have to scream. I have to fucking go to 11. Because, and then my guess is because they read the script and were like, I, I, the only way for this to make sense is if it's, we're in a cartoon. I have to be a cartoon. It, it, that's 100% what it is. And not only is it like, cartoonish in the in like his acting it's cartoonish in like his decision making as a character like it doesn't like (laughs) like at one point he slaps the shit out of one of the chicks and i was like that's your employee (laughs) you can't just slap your employee across the face apparently he can i I, it doesn't make sense it was just me being like call the police (laughs) why is this happening and like yeah. Hulk, he sends people to try and kill ostensibly Hulk Hogan, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, he and... sends people to try to kill Hulk Hogan in one scene, right? Yeah. Then in another scene, he sends people to fucking, I'm going to guess, rape Hulk Hogan's uh, chick. 
literally, yes, it was, he was sent there to literally rape her. And the only reason she did not get raped, she was on the ground and he was between her legs is because Hulk Hogan showed up laughing for some reason <laughs> and then drove him away also laughing. Mind you, this is after it's revealed that he sent her there to bang him. Yeah. Yeah. In order to convince him to go. This is so he tries to kill Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Then he's like, all right, well, killing him didn't work. Let me send a beautiful woman. See if she can seduce him. Not just send not and not just that, Berto. He somehow sent his PR lady, I think is what she's supposed to be. Yeah. And said, You need to fuck this guy. Your job. Yes. In this corporation that I run yes. is mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. go fuck this guy. And she said, okay. And did yeah. tried to do that thing. I what mean, the fuck is happening? Uh, was this common in the eighties? Was this a thing? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm, when did Epstein start doing his stuff? But no, because that was also kids. <laughs> yeah, that was kids. That doesn't count. Well, allegedly, we don't. Yeah. I mean, we'll never know. I guess, right? <laughs> um, it, also, then he's like, okay, I can't get to him. I can't get to his. I send someone to rape his chick. I guess we'll just fucking paralyze his brother. Yeah. And and there will be no legal repercussions for any of it. <laughs> literally, he had a man literally paralyze Hulk Hogan's brother, and there was Which, no consequences. <laughs> we'll we'll get back to the paralyzation. So, but you know, yeah, there's no consequence. The consequences are he gets his, he he gets what he wants. He literally gets what he wants. That was the consequence. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so I think the best scene in this movie, Dragon. Is when and we're just jumping from spot to spot. Yeah. There's no, it's I fine. Mean, there's no, there's it's no fine. Point. There's no point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, the best scene in this movie is when Hulk Hogan, right after Hulk Hogan's uh, brother is paralyzed, uh-huh. Hogan goes to uh, Zeus's training area, right where he yep. trains. Yep. The reason why it's the best scene is because immediately I was like, I have so many fucking questions. <laughs> Number one, why is it clean? nothing's ever been used okay number two this is where zeus trains i I pictured him like training in a dirty gunky place right yes all right next who's who does the cleaning also when did the ceo have time to make a video of just him being like rip rip thinks you're a person rip doesn't think of you as a person he doesn't think you're worth it's like literally he made that video and it's going on a fucking loop um why is there a yoga space why why did they spend so much money on how did they get the neon signs (laughs) so quickly too there's so much like it's so well lit why is there a ring what do you think the timeline is for this movie? Like in it, like how long do you think from Storm A to B? <laughs> Dragon, this is the last question I'm going to ask. There is a camera there, right? That was at the training center. That's uh-huh. you know the guys in the, the 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 bad guy and his cronies in the office were sitting there w- watching, right? Yeah, yeah. Were they just sitting there the whole time? Like, hmm, I wonder when Hogan's going to show up. Right, and then Hogan happens to show up finally. Jesus Christ! Oh, or, we've been sitting here for hours. It's or not like we it, have jobs or anything. Was it like, a, Berto? As far as I can tell, for the main ad executive and his two latchkeys that were like pussies and couldn't tell him shit. As far as I can tell, their only job was to try and get Hulk Hogan to be on T on their network. Like that's yeah. their only job. They had nothing else. 
that's why I think that's the best fucking scene in the movie because it's just there. And I'm like, I have so many fucking questions. And it's like indicative of the entire movie, which yeah. is like, there's so many questions that I can ask, but I won't because I'm having way too much fun with this. <laughs> or better yet, asking these questions is what makes the fun. I guess so. I guess, I guess so. It was just it was just me and Andrew being like, why hasn't anyone said anything? <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> somebody should have somebody should have made some phone calls well before this happened let me just say second best scene in the movie Mm -hmm. the restaurant scene (laughs) number one it's a former church sure by the way i'll get i'll get to the third best scene which is the other restaurant scene i thought that's actually that's actually (laughs) the one i thought you were talking about i thought you were talking about the diner for a second but now i know you're talking about the fancy french restaurant right yeah, the fancy French restaurant, which, number one, you have a cartoon, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this on Bug Bunny, <laughs> where he's, this, the, the the French waiter is, like, trying to explain things to the woman and sees Hogan as, like, oh, you're a big American brute, I'll get you a hamburger or some yeah, shit, yeah, like, yeah, with yeah. the most ridiculous French accent I've ever seen, which, uh, honestly, that that's kind of what they sound like anyway. Um, you know, French people. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. then... And then, you know, the chef comes out and he's like, oh, monsieur, oh, your usual. Oh, why didn't you tell me you were Where it shows that, like, he's a, and then he speaks to him in French, mm-hmm. showing that he's, he's not just a big, muscly, brute man. He's also a man of culture. I, my favorite, one of my favorite things about yeah, these. Get it? Uh, get it? Yes, I get it. Thank you. One of my favorite things about these movies is that, like, is whenever uh, a character like that has to speak in another language to show he's sophisticated, but you know the actor absolutely cannot speak in that language. It's like maybe one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I got I got it from here. All right. So I would say, yeah, I guess you're right. Except uh, French is not a real language. So yes, you know. that's fair. So Even if, one of, it's Hogan, one of the made just up things. Said, yeah, it's he just did babbly gook and then we were like, oh yeah, he's saying something fancy and gives a shit. Yeah. Hard to right, Yes. Third base, third best scene in this movie. The other restaurants, scene, which is at the diner, just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, the the diner, the diner scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, number one. Yes, he's like, oh, just make sure your place doesn't get reservations when they're wherever the fuck they're going. I don't know, no idea. Anyway, but. For some reason, he's like, I know the special spot, and he just takes him to his friend's place. He takes, but he show, flies. You know, he flies her there, and I don't really understand. So they fly to Middle America, but I don't get why. Like, they're supposed to be doing something about somehow this business trip is about his image. Okay, I'm assuming. Okay, but they never get to what they're doing. No. For some reason, they're like, we're doing a business trip, but they ne- there's no business on the trip. They just did a trip. They just did a trip. But yeah, the, yeah, they he basically gets there, and then he, Dragon, <clears throat> he literally s- stops a robbery. I'm sorry, I just, my brain froze for a second. No, no, that's he fine. literally stops a robbery with a food fight. Yeah. <laughs> he, these men have guns. <laughs> yes. And to 
to stop them from robbing a place, he picks up his pie or whatever the fuck he's eating and just throws it at them as if they can't just shoot you through the pie. He just threw, like, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and then I'm sure he caused so much more damage than this worth. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. Hulk Hogan, you are a six foot seven, three hundred pound man. Just get a, just wait till one of the guys gets closer to you and grab him. <laughs> or, or here, I, I'm, I'm amazed that the seats there can even hold him. Oh, I think we, uh, I, I think we have technical difficulties. Sorry, so many technical right, I, difficulties. I, I can't. No, that, I, sorry, <laughs> Let, let's try to hurry through it, but I, I want to get through a bunch of stuff. Number one, all yes. right, uh, the the scene where they have to go to the hotel and like, which is supposed to be where she she, she basically just bangs them. She they yeah. get they get tish. Um, number one, she doesn't have PJs. She she wears a ninety. She wears a sexy ninety to sleep, and yep. then Hogan is like, oh man, it's the fucking uh, they they. Go say good night. They go to sleep, and then Hogan in the middle of the night is like, oh, "Fucking, I'm in, I'm in my underwear. I got to do push-ups right I now." Get, you got to do push-ups on the eh? bed, despite <laughs> yeah. the fact that somebody is fucking in the bed. There, right? Yeah, that Me- doesn't make sense. It's a complete setup. <laughs> Me and Andrew were like, "Her work trip didn't get them separate rooms, but I guess it's because they're supposed to fuck." But then she doesn't even yeah. do a good job of that. She doesn't even try. Yeah. She doesn't try She's to terrible fuck at him. it. Yeah, terrible, terrible. She, does, she does everything is- to try not to. All she does is wear that like very revealing outfit that you, mm-hmm. if you were on a work trip where you have to suddenly share a bed with somebody you're doing a PR for. Yeah, like, but she, the intention is she's supposed to fuck him. I know, but like right? that was the only thing she tried. <laughs> yeah. And again, she really pushed him away. Yeah, she did. So <laughs> she really crazy. did. It's so All weird. Right. Uh, and then, of course, uh, my favorite part is um, Hogan's charity event. <laughs> My favorite thing is the voiceover of kids doing wrestling. And they're doing, like, real wrestling, not fucking wrestling, like, you know, WWE wrestling. They're doing actual wrestling. And all you hear, all I hear is Hogan, like, yeah, yeah, you got it. You're both winners. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, God, just way too over the top, bro. The best best ADR (laughs) that you could possibly have. All right. We got to talk about fucking uh, Zeus now. Okay. All right. Number yes. one. Yes. Does this man know how to put his hands down? No, <laughs> he can't. He does physically this... can't, Berto. Does on. this man speak? Uh, I, He grunts out a couple Has... words, I think. Yeah, he has a couple of lines. Now, I, I think that's a very Vince McMahon thing to do because he uh, th- there's a big theory of his. And that is that like monsters don't talk. So Fair. whenever you have a big bad guy monster it's like you pair him with a manager the manager does all the talking because monsters don't talk that's that was kinda, a big thing I, that i kind of get it yeah uh what's his name uh vince mcmahon really believed that a lot and like like you know it's a fucking seems to work so um number three zeus um should someone check on him because he's always breathing hard he's always sweating yeah he's just always breathing hard his heart is going to explode because he just seems angry 24-7. Bro, he, the stress. He reminds me of like, you know those like really, really, really big protection dogs that people get? Yeah. That you're like, okay, yeah. Can that dog take down a boar? Yes. But can that dog take down a boar twice in a row? Probably not. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think that dog has one fight in him before his heart gives out because he's yeah. 300 pounds and his body wasn't meant to be that big, you know? Yeah. Also, the uh, the Battle of the Tough Guys. It's a terrible name, by the way. 
Um, uh, fucking hard disagree. The best answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Of the, he may as well be called like the big, big tough boys. <laughs> <laughs> big, big, tough, toughy boys. Big, you want to see boys. the big, strong Go. boys? <laughs> My favorite thing. Strongest boys. My- favorite thing is he's like i'm gonna the winner is gonna get a hundred thousand dollars because all these you see all these people like listening to the radio right yeah. they're like i'm gonna give out a hundred thousand dollars and everyone's like mm-hmm, tax free and suddenly they're like what tax free i gotta fucking go i had i had so many questions about this because i was like what are you the fucking irs this is the tax free. what are you talking well, it about it just means that he's gonna pay whatever the taxes but yeah okay go ahead. sure sure whatever mm-hmm. Also, $100,000 is a lot of money in 1989. Like, that yeah. was Well, like... how much is in today's time? I'm going to look I'm gonna look it up right now. You I don't talk. know. For someone who's like a trucker whose entire job is to just eat and do push-ups, uh, yeah. that seems like a lot of money. And a hundred, It would be a lot of money now. How much do UFC fighters make if they, like, win big for the one time that <laughs> they fucking, can... <laughs> You mean 8000 for the show, 8000 for a win? <laughs> Uh, what is this 1989 1989 uh, okay. but uh, i i also love some of the fights that's the, 250 the, that's a little over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. that's tax a lot free, of money Darby. tax tax free, free. <laughs> oh. but anyway loved it also zeus's entrance 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 he just kicks a door open or yeah. a door just falls in front of him and then he emerges from the fucking place so so i here's something i didn't understand maybe you can explain it to me how did zeus show up there was it the tv executive like found him first and then had him show up or he just showed up and the tv executive was like Mwah, perfect it was it was an open call then that's it it's just an open call yeah. and Zeus. Just it was just up? like you just show up and then there's gonna be a tournament and the winner of the tournament is get some money here's the thing though zeus did not seem like the type of guy who who could function like that without a handler you know what so I mean? You're saying, you're, so you're saying is that somebody brought him in. So there's I, a conspiracy. Yes, yes. This is your this is your big conspiracy that somebody <laughs> yes. there's somebody like pushing Zeus to do these things from the a hundred, inside. A hundred percent. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay, I guess. I also like. I mean, it's that I, poor I, management, I guess. I, I liked. I like when you find out that Hulk Hogan's trainer used to train Zeus, and you're like, wait, what? and he's like i didn't know he's out of jail you're like hold on he killed the guy in the ring ring, yeah and then he tried to kill a guy many guys outside of the ring as well just like kept kept on going yeah he assaulted fucking hogan's brother he paralyzed him which again my favorite thing is there's the scenes where hope first of all i don't know why he's paralyzed i mean he got beat up right yeah then they have the scenes where he's like trying to learn to walk again, yep. which maybe I'm stupid, but like I think it happened. I think it was like two weeks afterwards. This is a span of two weeks. Is it? It's okay. Sp- the guy says in two weeks we're gonna have a match between Hogan and fucking okay. Zeus. I, m- I so, missed the timeline of it. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna just give him an extra week because you know they had to fucking sign the contracts. Sure. But like basically, let's say three weeks. Hogan, number one, Hogan doesn't get to train. Because he's too busy trying to help his brother walk again, um, which I was like, I I don't I don't understand why he's paralyzed. Then my favorite thing is that it's implied, it's shown that he can't move his legs, right? Yeah, his legs are the ones that are paralyzed. He's using his arms all the time. 
during the match between Zeus and Hulk Hogan, you see Hogan look over and his brother moves his pinky and that like energizes Hulk Hogan. Like, oh, my brother's not paralyzed anymore. I forgot. I forgot about that. I was like, wait, I thought the paralyzing was just the legs. What? What is moving the pinky? He was using his whole arms before. <laughs> he was trying to, he was doing the thing where he was the two parallel bars and you're yeah, trying to yeah, walk. Yeah. He was using his arms, but for some reason, he, Hogan sees the pinky move and he's like, oh my God, I'm energized. <laughs> this, this movie had like the Rocky thing where he gets like, knocked down a million times and you're just like push through that severe concussion you have and get your yeah. ass up. Zeus at one point fucking breaks a piece of breaks the steel pipe the steel uh, thing that's holding the ring together yeah. and then tries to stab Hogan with it I'm like this is definitely not it's definitely assault yeah I, I, I definitely think he's going to jail for attempted murder of this uh, of course he is he would have been in jail anyway for assaulting the kid <laughs> <laughs> Hogan's brother. You don't get paralyzed and just like, you're like, oh yeah, I got into a fight and there's no cops called. <laughs> you, mm-hmm, you can, mm-hmm. If you get paralyzed, the 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 hospital is gonna be like, hey, what happened? You're like, oh, some guy beat me up. They'd be like, okay, the police are here. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I also love that Hogan basically punches him through the ring. I'm assuming Zeus is dead. I, and then I the can executive only imagine. Elect- gets electrocuted and it also dies. I guess. And then it's just everyone's just celebrating. Yeah. It's like, bro, two people just died. <laughs> At least one person died. Let's say one and a half people died. I feel like you could the other guy, he's he's concussed. He's done. He's out, yeah, right? Out. Totally out. No one went to check on him. No. No, he's still in there. He's I, dead. He's brain dead. So I can definitely see there's a there's like a very hilarious version of this movie where it's just the the deadpan real life consequences. <laughs> <laughs> of like what happened <laughs> people having just seen an execution yeah like you know you know in a manji python and the holy grail how like they have those cutaway scenes where it's like the um the the police coming to like investigate like a murder or whatever yeah. and it's like just dead serious it it would be that like i i think that would be <laughs> hilarious <laughs> hogan doing the like his his arm thing where he's like flexing and celebrating and then yeah. just the police come by and they're like oh, a man was murdered and we have to put you under arrest <laughs> and then him trying to explain like no no, no you don't they, they paralyzed my brother why did you call us for that yeah what the fu- and then uh, they also tried to rape my girlfriend like what <laughs> what is this a long string of fucking <laughs> of crimes that are happening no it's okay because after the guy tried to paralyze her i drove him into a tree mm-hmm. so it was okay also also they hired her to to have sex with me so essentially prostitution as well so you know <laughs> but no, that's a that's a smaller one and the cops are just like <laughs> and then the, the fucking tv executive just paid for all of this on the corporate card so it's just like mm-hmm. it's like yeah all of the paper trails <laughs> they're just like this is the easiest <laughs> yeah that's a good point he's like leaving paper trails everywhere because he's a fucking executive yeah he's not a fucking gangster absolutely wild that would be the whole oh, that, my God. that would be that would be funny they should do a spin-off <laughs> that's the all right one. dragon yeah ah oh, do you have anything else I don't think so. This is just ridiculous. Right. Oh, we didn't even talk about the bar where they like decided to hold the tough guy tournament. <laughs> Dragon, Dragon, we could do an entire other podcast where we I just know. talk about things we didn't talk about in this one. <laughs> yes. Absolutely the bar. Ridiculous. Oh my God. Great. Love it. 10 out of yeah. 10. Dragon, 10 10. final thoughts. 
Um, you know, this is the the most 1989 movie about wrestlers to 1989. Like this is like, this is it. This is the epitome of this kind of movie, I think. It's it is exactly what I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the beats would, obviously, but like the overall oeuvre of the movie. <laughs> would you uh give it a smashly or a trashly? I mean, that's a good question. Would I have watched this on my own? No. If Andrew had been watching this and I happened to be in the room, would I be on my phone the whole time? Yes. <laughs> yes. But would Go I look on. up sometimes and be like, what is going on? Or how does that make sense? Also, yes. <laughs> so I guess technically I'm giving it a trashly, but it's like on the line. <laughs> it's entertaining enough where I kind of get it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. What about you, Berto? Final, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um... I'm going to sum this up in the best way possible. And that is that, uh, it, it, I'm, I don't know if you're aware of this, but apparently Roadhouse is getting remade. Okay. I and was not Roadhouse, well, Roadhouse is famous as, because people consider it the best bad movie out there. <laughs> okay. All right. Because there's a whole like trope of great bad movies. Mm-hmm. This is one of those where it's a great bad movie. It's stupid in the best ways possible. The re and I, the, I saw that they were make, doing a remake, and I was like very upset because I was like, oh, "Man, they're gonna mess it up because they don't understand that the fun of it is just how fucking stupid the movie is." Yeah. And then the Roadhouse trailer came out for the new Roadhouse, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking in." It looks <laughs> stupid in the best ways possible. <laughs> okay. Okay. That is my description of this movie. It is stupid in the best ways possible. It is that era of the 80s where people would just fucking be like what do you need eight million dollars to make a fucking movie fuck it give it to him who gives a shit did you read the script no who cares whatever yeah yeah. people were just going to see hulk hogan like there was this era of time where people would just go to the movies to see like a person instead of like oh what's the movie about and this and that and all that fucking crap yeah so i i I love i had a fucking ball this was so much fun i really enjoyed myself watching this movie so uh I would give it a two out of ten. Yeah, but in the entertainment factor, eight out of ten. All right, I, I you know I, I was I, I was not it. bored at all watching this movie. I think, and I think that that's the most important uh, thing when you're watching movies. Uh, how entertaining is it? I was thoroughly entertained. Yes. Yeah. Hey, ten did, out of ten. I did you, recommend. Did you know that the one of the guys is in Payback? One of the guys from this movie is in Payback. Uh, no, I didn't. Why? It's the it's um one of the latch keys for the I just realized it because I I oh I yeah like, that's right no yeah, yeah. you're right I just anyway. thought of it okay no I just I just, yeah his face just popped into my head did yeah. you know that Justin the Body Ventura future governor of Minnesota was in this I did I did notice him uh, yes your your uh, favorite governor how could you not notice him he was wearing that weird headdress thing <laughs> when he was introduced as like a commentator yeah my favorite governor dragon. Your favorite governor, yes. The one you I voted do, for, right? <laughs> you no, wrote, you, you mailed in a ballot in Minnesota <laughs> to vote for him. Honestly, I'm gonna write him in for uh fucking w- w- for, for the next president. Time? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna fucking write him in. Who gives a shit? Yeah, at this point, whatever. <laughs> uh anyway. Yes. Dragon I guess what are we doing next week? We're t- we're not. <laughs> I plan yeah, we're on, gonna, I plan right, on having a baby next week because you plan on doing it. Yeah, because uh, apparently you decided to have a baby instead of record our podcast. Yep. Um 
Yeah, we're going to be taking a short, uh, short hiatus or, you know, we'll see how long. We'll yeah. see. We'll see how long until you can actually like start to watch movies again. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, the, um, I think the yeah. problem, the problem won't be watching movies. It'll be recording. <laughs> I think will be the harder part where I have like uninterrupted time to like. Just have... fucking. Just do what I did. Just have them on the podcast. Like I did. That is true. You did have you. Alejandro was on the podcast pretty early. It was adorable. Yeah. I love it. It, it was cute. Um, I just feel like I'm not going to have like, my brain isn't going to work enough to like, be able to talk about movies <laughs> for, okay. for a while. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. We will see. But, all right. All right, Dragon. Why don't you uh, go ahead and send this off then? Uh, okay. Okay. Bye. Uh, okay. Bye.